Welcome to Tusker Talk, a podcast from Somer Schools. I'm Amanda Bergen, the district's communications coordinator, and it's Thursday, April 22nd. Not only is it Earth Day, happy Earth Day. Happy Earth Day. Uh, but it is also time for another superintendent's update with Dr. Ray Blanche. Hi, Ray. Hi, Amanda. How are you? Good, thank you. Good. Um, so we're starting already to think ahead for next year, which is pretty exciting. I can't believe we've gotten to that point yes, <laughs> in the agreed. school year. Um, and part of this has been in the works for a couple of years now. A absolutely, I would um, say so. Yeah. And part of it is sort of being expedited because of our whole COVID experience. But there's going to be an enhancement to the academic intervention services starting in the fall. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yes, and I appreciate you saying that before. It certainly has been an, uh, an evolution and a process going mm -hmm. through. So the idea of academic intervention services has been to when a student is identified that they're struggling for one reason or another, uh, they need some additional support. So uh, historically, that's been um, a little bit stronger, typically at the elementary levels, been focused in on students' ELA and mathematics skills. So we've been doing that, and so now, as we start looking at our middle school and looking at our high school, and we go back to one of our one of our foundational kind of guiding questions as an organization is, what do we do when students don't learn or they don't understand a topic or whatever it may be? So as we started exploring that, we started identifying some of the critical elements that we needed to go ahead and improve this for all kids K through 12. So uh, the elementary schools have been working to go ahead and identify some of those experiences for kids. That would include some of the changes to their schedule. Mm -hmm. And so SAS has been using an opportunity where um, they've coordinated across their schedule. So if a student is struggling on a challenging topic, they would not hopefully be pulled out of a core area. They would be pulled out at a time determined ahead of time for any student for whatever reason that needed to be pulled out. It allows the students and the teachers that are left in the classroom to do small group activity. That is always helpful to help students to go ahead and maybe catch up, get ahead of themselves, maybe do some quiet work, do some independent study, all those kind of things. And the kids who are going for some extra help are not missing out on academic instruction. Exactly. And so with that in mind, that throughout this year and uh, um, at the Primrose and SAS, they've worked together and kind of start bridging that across. And then also at the middle school, they've been doing the same thing. Dina Miller, who works out of the um, learning office, along with Kevin Godotti and Claire Comerford, has been paramount since last year, pre-COVID, frankly, getting this energy and this work going through the spring as best as we could in this year. So coming out of this year, right now, K through eight, we'll be seeing this year starting with what's identified as a win period. It's identified a net rate because it stands for what I need. What does a student need in their learning where they're at. So you will see where children will go ahead and have opportunity to have more time on a subject matter. So you and I may be in the same class together. You may be really flying ahead on a subject matter and I may be struggling, but you and I get the same amount of time on that subject matter. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to flip that. So the reality is, is we both have to learn at at least a proficient level. You may again go through that very quickly in a much faster time. I need just some more time. So I'll have the time in class with you and then I'll also have this what I need period so that I can get access to that learning. So we want to make sure the kids can go ahead and all demonstrate a proficient level. And just the reality is sometimes learners need a little bit more time on this. What will that look like in the middle school? Yes. Yeah, so in the terms of scheduling. Oh yes, yeah, so I really appreciate bringing that because middle school is very different obviously than elementary. So I'm a teacher at the elementary, my kids are with me all day long. So that helps in some regards for sure. 
middle school now as our numbers have gotten a little smaller, for example, in sixth grade, a sixth grade teacher typically teaches five classes throughout that time. So you would, you would divide the students amongst the, among that number. We're looking at roughly 100 students that a teacher would have on their caseload next year. Well, that would be 20 students in a classroom if you just did the five. What we're looking at is that being close to 25 students in a classroom, but in that fifth period, that's the opportunity when students can go ahead and do more small group, again, getting caught up, going ahead and making up work, maybe doing some independent study on their own board or accelerating their content uh, knowledge on things. So Will every student have the win period at the same time? So there'll be different, different periods, different classes, yes, and throughout their schedule that will rotate through, the, through two days, they will have a win period in uh, every other day, basically, to do that work. So during the win period, students can either get the extra academic support they need um, if they're struggling, or if they need accelerated work, they can go sort of push a little further ahead yes, or broader. Exactly, and that's a part where we uh, would even identify some students who are at a really um, um, top uh, kind of experience that they're working through as part of our advanced learning program. So in the middle school, that's gonna be um, shaped up differently, still have the opportunity, but it will be delivered by classroom teachers who are understanding a student is in what we would reference as a kind of a tier three experience for those students. So that differentiation or different experiences for learners will go all the way up to that level three and where if a student needs to work on something that is really accelerating their understanding, that's how it would take place. I also, I know that this has sort of, I don't know about accelerated, but become even more important um, given that some students have fallen behind because of the whole COVID shutdown and, and the scheduling and such. Yes, and the timing of, of the move here this year was exactly that to take what were identified as professional learning coaches previously at our schools. Which meant what? So they would work most directly with a teacher on looking at their instructional practices. So you are the coach and I'm the teacher of mathematics. You come in and maybe we team teach together. So you're trying to help me look at my practices right at the moment and right at the time. Like teacher school. Yep, like teacher school, yep, and a teacher partner. And I was a carpenter's apprentice and I worked underneath a master carpenter. Mm -hmm. And that's how I learned. And so the same thinking there is helpful. We will continue with our professional learning, obviously. Yet the bigger need here was, as you mentioned, we know we have some students that are going to come back to us fully or just need more time to go ahead and catch up. And so those resources have been turned to be able to support programs like that uh, intervention program at the elementary schools, middle school. Now we are starting and working through the coming months at the high school, identify the clear structure there. How do we support those high school learners in the same structure, the same fashion. And that will be in place for the fall? Yes, we will we'll have a, a, a starting place, not a finishing place, but a starting place to have a coordinated effort to support those learners as they come back in the fall. So Amanda, just in closing, that, that win, I know I focused in on the academic piece here, certainly. It also does include the emotional and social wellness of our students. So that same period, those same opportunities exist for the members of our, our mental wellness team. And so when they go ahead and they identify a student may need an individual conversation or small group conversation, that opportunity now is built in basically to the DNA of the school, allowing for that access to children for what is it that they need yeah. to do the best they can in school. So it really is what I need, whatever that might exactly. be. Exactly. Yep. Great. All right. All right. Thank you, Dr. Blanche. We'll talk to you next week. Take care. Everyone.